Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This week on Up to 90, we talk Yuri Geller. How are you, baby cakes? I'm good. Do you know what I was listening to the other day? Fantastic song. So I've been listening to um, a lot of salt and pepper. Yes. Here I go, here I go, here I go again. How good were they? So good. But then I went down a little, little tunnel. little tunnel of love, I'll be honest. Listening to uh, Mariah Carey. <gasps> Do you remember the song Fantasy? When she's at the drive-thru, yeah, that's the video. No, no, she's not at the drive. She is she? Yeah, she's at the drive-thru. Yes, and she's wearing like uh, little shorts, oh, a hoodie, and just a little crop top. The crop top, oh, baby. Maria, to you. I mean, the tunes by Mariah. Wow, but the only thing that does frustrate me about it is, is oh, here you, we go. No, no. <laughs> It's feckin' impossible to sing along with that. Especially you know the, the, you, the older every songs. Time, even last week, like you are, you're only in this for the pop career. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. I never stop singing. Do you not know I have You're a problem? You're a singer. I have a problem. I sing I've all the time. Of uh, yeah, that's what it is. And it annoys Shane so much. And basically what I do is I'll just, uh, these random songs come into my head and I have to sing them. And he's just like, y- you need to stop. You've been singing incessantly for uh, the last no, 15 minutes. I like minutes. your tunes. I think my favourite Mariah Carey, Hot Baker, you got the best of me. Oh, yeah. But and do you know what I loved about that love. is like Jay Z comes in at the end, Give me love. yeah, with the rap, and I just think it's gas now. Like every time I see Jay Z and he's all tough guy, and ninety nine problems and the bitch I want, I just think of him in Mariah's cinema video. Oh yeah, and with your man, do you remember who everyone fancied, but he was such a nothing non person. He, he, he went no. What was he his was name? so generic? Oh no, no, he was actually. I'd seen him in interviews and stuff. What was his name? Let's find out. Jerry something. G- was it? Oh. And he had a brother. He had a brother who was yes. like kind of the. 
less attractive version of him. But I remember okay. seeing him in interviews and stuff. He seemed to be quite a lively character. But for whatever sure, reason... We're all lively, Emma, but yeah. our careers are going nowhere. I know. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on well, I'm going to do... Okay, so... I don't need that kind heartbreak of honesty. That was some video, though. And those cropped... I mean, Mariah Carey's figure... Did you ever see that video where she's on? She's just starting out and she's gorgeous, curly hair, absolutely stunning. And her mom's Irish, you know? Yes, I know. And uh, she was on uh, Jay Leno and Jay Leno couldn't even get his words out. Like he said something like, you really remind me of my wife. Like you're very pretty. Like it was just crazy. Up there with Ray Darcy interviewing Pamela Anderson last year. Oh, well, do you know what I watched the other week? Ray Darcy interviewing Stormy Daniels. Did you see that one? Is was that this weekend? No, it was last weekend. Oh, last weekend. <laughs> okay. Now I heard she was going to be on. Did you watch? So you watched, I watched it? it? Yeah. What did you think? Tell me. Oh, I can't believe I missed it. I'll have to check it. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry yeah, yeah. O'Connell. Yes. He was in a few. The video features. Sorry, before you say about things. Just a quick reminder: heartbreaker video. Um, one of the most expensive ever made, which I kind of find hard to believe. Two point five million dollars. What were they spending it on? What year was that? Two thousand was it? But well, it was back in. It was Kate. Right. Guess what year fantasy was in? Fantasy. Guess what fucking year? Ninety six. 1995. Oh, okay. Heartbreaker, 1999. Oh. Crazy. That's That That was a 90s tune. That feels like only yesterday. Ah, uh, no. Emma, we really are the last white rhinos <laughs> of the Irish comedy circuit. But I mean, with, the butter, with the butterfly crochet top? 2.5 million. I mean, that top didn't cost a lot. <sighs> Hardly any material. Hot in her leather in that video. She, I mean, and I then love I, this how is she's the mad in the head. Though. Just in case you didn't get the plot, because it is quite complicated. The video for Heartbreaker features Carrie and her friends visiting a film theater, oh, aka cinema. Her, if you're in she, Europe, and she had her alter ego character, didn't she? In yeah, that video, yeah, she did. But that was when alter egos were funny. Like that was pre poor Britney going around speaking the British accent. Oh, things were good. by the way. Never contact us if you're going to say something derogatory about Britney. No. Or Katie Price. No. Definitely not Katie. I mean, we're team Katie. Oh, yeah. And I team Britney for life. But I will say that was when all you could do. All, you can't, no, you like, couldn't really do alter like, egos after 2007. I, no, but you see, if people are too nicey-nicey and too manufactured, or you know what I mean? I go right off them. Of course you do. Do you know do. what I mean? I want, th- I want them to have a bit of shit in their personality. It's only when you started to scratch the surface of my good girl exterior. Like, okay, I can work oh with this. Oh my God, I had no interest in you when I first met you. Because you were just like so nice to everybody. And hugging. Just, oh, there was Does anyone want to lift? Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, oh God, who's Yeah, because, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> And then I found out you were Safe a super place. bitch. Safe and I was like, place. Okay. Every now and again, you do threaten to release the WhatsApps. So Carrie and her friends visiting a film theater and catching her boyfriend, played by Jerry Connell, on a date with another woman. Yes. Carrie played herself in a brunette villainess named Bianca during a physical altercation scene in between the two women. Oh, it was that kind of thing. That's obviously what costs the money. Yes. 
Okay, that makes sense. That makes yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, sense. Yeah. I it's thought we were shit. spending it on the platforms I, I and the the pumps and the jeans. Crap. But I think Mariah was adamant to do that character. Ah, thing, yeah. you know, she's all or nothing. I know, and it's always going to be like the brunette is always going to be the baddie. I know. What about the redhead? She doesn't get a look in. <laughs> the redhead, I think, was doing she's the, popcorn. the popcorn. Yeah. Oh, stop! I know. But salt and pepper—they're so great. Give them a listen because I'm so into them at the moment. But when I was younger. I was kind of a little bit scared of them because I was like, oh, God, they're... they were so sexual. They were so sexual. I was like, maybe it was the Catholic game. Well, I think I when like, they were singing, like, be looking at that. push it real good. <laughs> push it. Let's talk about sex, baby. I know. Let's talk about you and me. All the good Let's things. Let's talk about all the good things. All that the was bad too much things for that me. may be. I was like, can we never talk about sex again? Great. It was just too much, wasn't it? For us, it really was. I mean, like, America, you have to understand. Like, we like we were getting sex out of a nun. Do you know what I mean? Like, a nun would come in and say, think of the friction. I know. And let's say no more. I mean, even Wright said, Fred, I'm too sexy was a little bit too much. That was saucy. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, we just did not... Let's talk. So the idea sexy. of talking yeah. about sex was actually worse than doing it, I think, to us. We didn't know what to make of salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. But it's great. I'm, I find, I'm, now I'm in my 30s. I feel... Now I can you listen. can talk about sex. And I can listen to salt Tell and pepper. Tell me about Stormy Daniels, though. Was that a good interview? But she's been kind of gagged, I imagine, has she? Well, she's, uh, she's basically just going all around the place because she has a book. And... Um, I mean, she came across grand, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? She seemed pretty open. I'd say you could have asked her anything. She, like, you know... What did he ask her of interest? Fuck all. He didn't really ask her anything. He wasn't really getting... He he wasn't really necessary. Do you know that kind of way? She was just, like, kind of ravaging on. And she said about meeting Trump and one of his people... It was when he was doing The Apprentice. One of his people said, oh, he'd like to have dinner with you. And she was like, she was single. She wasn't doing anything. She was like, yeah, whatever. And then she came to the hotel, or she was brought to the hotel room. She's like, what's this? And he was in his pajamas. And she was like, oh, you may get a hold of yourself. Get dressed like we're going to go and have dinner. She's like, I was starving. Okay. So I was like, oh, fair play. She, like, she was like, yeah, I was starving. Like She was going to have, she's like, I'm going to have dinner. Thanks very much. Well, I mean, you may as well get something out of it. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, fair play to her. Didn't last long. Um, and what was she was kind of slagging him about stuff, and I think he, he loved that or whatever. But sure, look, that's the oldest game in the book, love. You know what I mean? They absolutely love when you slag them. Yeah. And top tip. <laughs> Stormy, yeah. <laughs> I was a bit sozzled, so I mean, I couldn't, can't tell you much more, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes, you so. blacked out. I was on the wine. Yeah. Do you know, a couple so. of bottles in and you're yeah. just like. Gone. Um, yeah, no, I don't know enough, enough, enough about her. I mean, I won't be buying the book. I kind of get the I'm gist of what it, happened. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not to be honest. It I find the whole the thing. 90s, I, I think we would have been all over. But I think like, we're so totally disinterested in the whole thing. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the fact that he has gone off with a porn star is the least of our concerns when it comes to Trump. And you know what? Even I saw one of the comedians. 
I put something up about Trump today. I just think it's boring now. I'm like, don't give him the airtime. He yeah. doesn't deserve it. But sure, who care? Like, I think the Stormy Daniels thing. Like, nobody sure he wasn't, gives a shit. Sure, he wasn't even the president. He wasn't even president anyway. Nobody at the time, gives anyway. a shit. So look, but sure, I watched it. She's saying grand though, like fair play to her. But it's like. Oh, I don't know. It's kind of like people. She had a very. She did seem like she had a, a very troubling childhood. <sighs> well, listen, comes back to the thing of the porn and the sadness. I oh, know it's all so Judy sad. On this one again, if you want to hear Judy <laughs> talking about porn and the sadness, what episode is that in? It's an a episode. Lot. Yeah, but it was a in the Tommy Lee ones, wasn't it? Was it? There was Tammany, Pamela Lee, I'm sure. Cause, and then Saved by the Bell, we mentioned the porn oh, and, and I mentioned the sadness. The sadness of porn. But it is sad because they always are just these awful childhoods. Yeah. So if you want to go and have a look at our back catalogue. I remember of, Jenna James. And do you want to do an episode on sad porn or something of the 90s? <laughs> I mean, that would be right up your street, wouldn't it? You just remember Jenna James and he's probably the most successful porn star ever saying like, oh... I just think her mom died when she was a kid. She was like, I just think if I'd had a mom, I wouldn't have ended up in porn. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. But whenever, you know, like some people watch The Notebook or listen to like a sad song or maybe watch The Star is Born. Watch porn and cry. I'd write porn for story. the cry. I'd watch porn for the cry. Yeah. Just On a Sunday afternoon when you have the <laughs> bit of the fear or something. Nothing compares. Oh, she's she's gone off the rails Hol- now. Listen, whole other episode. I said to doctor, girls wanna told me, girls wanna told me, send going. Sorry, Judy. You gotta find no man what you do, but he's a fool. So anyone who's not up to speed, I'm sure you are. Sinead O'Connor doesn't want to hang around with any white people anymore. So we're all I safe. heard. Fred was telling me that she doesn't like white people anymore. Yeah. So, apologies I, to, honest, to I'm our non to lie. You're stuck with her now. <laughs> apologies. Um, we crack on with the show. Let's do it. Crack on, cracker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're talking about Yuri Geller. Are you familiar? His name is actually Uri Geller. But the Americans... Did he do something with spoons? Yes. Americans okay. seem to get his name right and they call him Uri Geller. But in England Americans and Americans are right about everything. We just kind of go, now nah, we're just going to call you Uri. That's what we do over here. Yeah. That's okay, we take away the Y and we're Grant. We're just like, no, it's, well, it's no you problem. or I is his no name. No Y, no problem. You or Y is his name. So El Uri, yeah. What was he? A so, magician? No, Julie. You see, now this is it. He would have called himself, a, you know, a self-confessed, self-proclaimed, whatever, psychic. Okay. And psychokineticist and telepathy. Okay. Areas of expertise. But other people, skeptics, critics, would have said that he was an illusionist. He was a magician. Right, so so magician's like the dirty word. Well, magician is saying that he's just doing tricks, that it's not power of the mind. You got me. Keith Barry, what does he call himself? Dunno. I was Mad. I just had a flashback to 
my father call me anything but late for supper <laughs> that's what we call top shelf oh, comedic gold from, from John um, so yeah no but so he I think he calls himself an illusionist does he does he or a hypno look whenever you see these words in a tinder bio you run oh well yeah you swipe to the right oh it's like oh yeah but see now for the 90s for me I remember him being on TV a lot okay and hypnotists and all that kind of stuff was big in the 90s because obviously there was uh, Paul Daniels well no that's magic okay Jesus Christ Paul McKenna who was your man Paul McKenna yeah okay do you know what I mean Paul McKenna what about um? what was the name oh yeah no you're that was Paul McKenna another, you're gonna name no, I was magician are you no, I'm scared because he got so mad at me last time. No, so Earl Yuri was born in 1946. Okay. In Tel Aviv. And he's, in fairness to him, he's, he's still looking good. He's he's aging quite well. In the 60s... Tel Aviv he was born in? Yeah. Okay, so he's Israeli. Yes, and okay. that's where he lives now. He's actually moved back there in recent years. And he is doing um, Israel's version of um, Got Talent. Okay. He's a judge. That's what he's up to now well, these days. I mean, he's... I think he, that's a fairly decent judge. Well, yeah, so do Israel's I. Got Talent. So, in the late 1960s, he was doing a bit of modelling, would you believe? Right? And then he started performing in clubs as an entertainer. And then in the 70s, he shot to fame... Uh, worldwide, but in the US um, for his powers. So basically, his main thing was bending a spoon. That was his main one. Fixing uh, watches that had stopped. He'd be able to take the watch and make it start again. Doing it with the power of the mind. Well, this was his it big is, thing. Like, that's fairly impressive, though, isn't it? No, oh, yeah, no, it's fairly impressive. But you see, so what happened was <clears throat> in. I'm going to get to the 90s now, but just want to give you a bit of background on him. So in 1975, he was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Cash. Taking him back. You know, we've got to know the story. Taking him back. Taking him back. I don't know what's happened, Judy, there. Um, She's having a stroke. Sure, I'll carry on. Um, Yeah, he was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. So a huge show at the time. Yeah. Obviously, like the biggest show in America. And he had this, um, I don't want to say trick. He had this piece, right, where there'd be little silver uh, cylinders sealed on a tray mm-hmm. and just by going over them with his hand he could feel the energy and he could tell you which one had a little steel ball in it or something so the show contacted this guy um i don't know if, have you ever heard of him uh james randy I definitely would remember that. Story. Yeah, so he's a he's a magician. He's an owl lad. But his, one of his big things was like kind of outing these, as he saw he saw Yuri Geller as a fraud. Oh. There was another guy in America who he completely outed who was going around saying that he was a healer, him and his wife. And he's like, I'm looking for Jane. Where's Jane? Your mother's going to be okay and praise the Lord. And you know oh, all this stuff. Oh, those so people. They, he went in and found out that his wife was set, he was set up to a tiny earpiece. <sighs> and they picked up the radio frequency. I lo- okay, so I like James Randi's style. Yeah. So he, basically the Tonight Show contacted him and was like, how can we make sure that this 
is foolproof or, you know, that he's not going to be able to tamper with it or whatever. So what he did, he said basically what he was doing with this trick was that he had the things, the cylinders on a tray. And when he moved the tray around, he could see which one had the weight in it. But I, I was going to say. And that's how he was twigging it. I was going to say, of all the tricks, I think that would be one. Yeah, I mean, surely you could discern the weight I think it if was you very, moved the tray a certain well, he, way. Yeah, he, he would move the tray. He wouldn't touch the cylinders or anything. But obviously it was <clears throat> it was just minute, but he obviously was skilled enough I mean, to be he, able to see. Like yes. if you and me did it now, Keen obviously. Keen observer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'd, he'd, he had mastered this trick. So he, he told, James Randy told mastered. The Tonight Show what to do and how to set up. Mm-hmm. Then when he came on the show, he couldn't perform. He was like, I'm not, f- I'm feeling very low energy. I just, I don't feel like I can do this. That old chestnut. feeling under pressure. And I was like, it's not happening. He's not going to do it. So a lot of people thought, that's the end of him now. You know, this absolute con artist or whatever. No, it actually d- didn't do him any harm at all. Like that's the, was the biggest show in America. He just so went on a whole load of shows after and he did the trick. <clears throat> So he didn't perform. He didn't perform. He just said low energy, not feeling that I'm at my best. Like this is the whole thing was built up to he's going to do this now live on the show. And he was just like, no, not not feeling that actually, if you don't mind. So they all thought that would be crazy. So it wasn't the end of him. And he went on to have a hugely successful career. Now he was actually, he went off and had all these tests done by scientists to Mm -hmm. see if it was actually was he a magician or was he actually was this the power of the mind that he was able to you know do things with his mind I love the way like as a highly trained scientist you're like I could cure AIDS or I could find out is this a a trick of the mind is this a trick or is this actually I know what's the work? what's the deal with Yuri so he went off to uh, a lab and they did all these tests on him. And the conclusions of the test were that, um, no, it was the power of the mind. So really? Then, yeah. Yeah. So then what happened when was... Were these, was this when science was kind of fake? Was this like 70s science? This was in the 70s. But they, he, they put him through a series of tests or whatever. And the conclusion was that he's the real deal. So James Randi sent in these two guys who he knew could perform all these tricks. Just imagine James Randi with the seventies tash. Oh yeah, he has a be- he has a beard. Doing the sad porn. <coughs> yeah, little, well he's yeah he's pretty small, but um well I'm sorry I just height wise I, I mean I don't know I didn't I, ne- I never go into that sort of she research. She researches this <laughs> podcast. So he sent in these two guys that he knew to go through scientific testing and basically what they did was you know had a strict list of things you can and can't do and you know but what they would do they'd always push the boundaries they'd say oh these conditions aren't right for my energy so something could change so they'd be able to swap spoons or whatever way it was basically all just sleight of hand tricky or whatever and then there was this big conference and they were like oh these fellas are psychic and then they came out and said it's it's all like we had you this, and people were really upset about it. Like the scientists were really upset. So basically in the 90s, Yuri spent a lot of time filing lawsuits 
<laughs> this is what he did, the poor bastard. So oh. Randy spoke to a Japanese newspaper in 1989, right? And he said that, um, he said, Yuri, like what he does, he basically, Randy showed one of the scientists how Yuri would have done a particular thing because he's trying to say to him, no, like this man is incredible. He's telepathic, he's whatever. And then he showed him, he's like, I'm sorry, no. And he showed him how he did it. Oh, amazing. And, but your man um, killed himself. Who's your man? The scientist? Yeah. Okay, sorry, what? Yeah, so basically, he this guy was convinced that he had found out that Yuri Geller was and the James real Randi dude. And James Randi felt, he, he felt that James Randi had undermined... Basically, I think he was just like, what have I even... His been? expertise and yeah, just like, what's it, was it all about? Like, obviously, I mean, obviously it goes without saying that he had mental health issues already. Do you know what I mean? But that was what, like, that was what pushed him over the edge because he was convinced that Yuri was the real ge- deal and he'd like done, you know, credible scientific research on Yuri. And he's like, no, look, I'll show you. This is how he did it. And he was just completely crushed by it. So Do Randy... You, know what? you can nearly see, especially as just, you know, an, an, a scientist who is all about empirical facts and I've done my research and two plus two equals four. Yeah. And I stand by this uh, assessment of the situation and then somebody comes along and says, no, you've been duped. Yeah. And actually, you can see how it would be particularly crushing to someone in a scientific field. Yeah. And he, and you see, the way he did it was there were tricks and whatever, oh, but obviously poor man. he would have used kind of manipulation in the testing environment. Well, you know it, what I, mean? I would imagine like to buy manipulation time as or, well. Exactly, yeah. And you see the highly intelligent like most this then, must be see, there's obviously this thing that comes another into play plane of intelligence. That people want to believe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they they want to believe. Because even like your man Randy, right, he went on T V shows and he actually did the same things that Yuri did. And he said, look, this is how he did it. Like, the he had this trick where... And still people didn't want to believe. Yeah, you'd bend a key. Like, you take someone's key and, he, you know, bend it. And he showed them how he did that. How did he do that? Like, I knew you were going to ask me that again. <laughs> but he bent this one's key. Was it an optical illusion? I don't know how it was. The spoon thing was basically, I think a lot of the time it was sw- switching spoons. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was like a big part of that. Mm. He didn't give away all of them. I don't know if he actually told us, but a lot of people would say then, oh, well, he he uses he uses um, his psychic energy. You're you use magic. Yeah. So people didn't so people, even want to be even when, even when faced sh- with the facts, yeah, even when he was showing them right in their faces like this is a whole lot of bullshit. Well, it's kind of like when you're like. When, you know, when your friends are like, Julie, he's not texting you back. Okay, he's yeah. blocked you. Yeah. He's got two kids and we're, we're godparents. Like, it's not, he doesn't want to be with you. You're like, if I and still, still I'm like, but I feel, why would he it's block a psychic he energy. <laughs> like, why he's would he block blocked. if he didn't feel something? Yeah, I know. But you do need to let that lie I think he it's feels crazy. too much. <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah, that was always emotional. my line. Can't handle his feelings. <laughs> but, um, he's basically all through the nineties. He's basically had all these mad lawsuits. He tried to, 
He tried to sue Randy over that because he well, said... Well, I don't it, blame him. Randy was out quote. to destroy him. He tried to sue him because it was published in a Japanese newspaper and then it was repeated in a Canadian newspaper. So obviously, you know, this thing, this quote was kind of catching a bit of fire or whatever. Um, but because in Japanese courts, yeah, there is um, this, I don't know what you call it, but you can charge somebody as a poet not liable but insult oh i believe they it because the there's in- such a courteous culture law um but it kind of it didn't it didn't because i think it's only chinese and japanese law that recognize this insult thing. we'd be fucked emma can you imagine oh if gosh, those whatsapp like, audios got out but you would never fly in ireland you sure you see if, uh, how you yell cunt i mean it just wouldn't okay there goes north america <laughs> <laughs> just as we were starting to crack America. I know, but you're like, we could say, you could call somebody like, oh, what's she like? Oh, she's just, oh, she's a funny cunt. Like, yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. It's not, just enough the same well, meaning. It can be an insult, but you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, poor old Yuri went around just trying to sue people. And he was made to Michael Jackson. He was made to Michael Jackson. I think Michael Jackson got him over to the gaff to do a few bits. And then Michael Jackson was his <laughs> best man. <laughs> God. Meanwhile, Bubbles. Oh, had yeah. Bubbles been shipped off at that point? Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Check out our bonus episode on Bubbles if you want to have oh, a real yeah. cry. Oh, that's Forget the porn. Bubbles. I know. And his art. Bubbles, oh. if you're listening, get in touch. I know. Get in touch with someone Trump. you love and trust. Um... Yeah, he, Michael was best man at his wedding. Stop it. Yeah, so there, I think there is talks about there being a show about, um, you know, my friend Michael. Oh, no. But listen, he's I, this not going to do it, is, is he? This is where it goes. You know, he might do, but this is where he, like, in, during the 90s, he also considered a lawsuit against Ikea over a furniture line featuring bent legs that was called the Yuri line. In fairness, he could have something on that. Well, I mean, it's hard for Ikea. <laughs> it's hard for Ikea to say, look, we came up with this on our own. It's kind of like you go into like the Irish supermarkets and they have cornflakes and like corn is spelled with a K. You're like, come on, guys. In you 19- don't have a bent leg to stand on. Listen to this, right. In 1997, he tried to help the second division football team, Exeter City, with the crew with a critical end of season game by placing energy infused crystals behind the goals at Exeter's ground. Exeter lost the game 5-1. He was appointed <laughs> co-chairman of the club in 2002. The club was relegated to the football conference in May 2003. So it just obviously seems so. Sorry, question. Who was buy- who in Exeter was buying into Yuri Geller? I don't think anybody was. I think he was just kind of doing this off his own bat. So he was a bit of a Rasputin character, was he? Yeah. And then there was another team, Reading FC. Um, he was involved with them and he claimed in 2002 that he'd helped them to avoid relegation by getting the club's supporters to look into his eyes and say, win, Reading, win. <laughs> if you watch some of his uh, videos he puts up on Twitter, it's all this. Red, the Reading manager dismissed Geller's role in the club survival, which was achieved thanks to a draw in a crucial match. And then he said, he said, as soon as we get a bit of joy, Thanks to all the hard work and efforts of all my staff and players, he suddenly comes out of the blue and tries to claim the limelight. What's wrong with 
jury gather. I don't know. Absolutely. And surely the rocking. man who scored the goal should get more credit. He's rocking around than with his Yuri, Yuri with his psychic Ch- energy. Chanting, yeah. And it's uh, kind of like David Hasselhoff. You know, the way he takes credit for, you know, Berlin the, the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Bit of that. Uh, in 1996, he was on Noel's house party. Do you remember that? Did you used to watch it? Oh, Noel Edwards. You know, he's an I'm a celebrity now. Is he? Interesting, because he was, I think he said, to, he was given out about Holly Willoughby before. And he also said that Deck uh, Donnelly stole a load of his materials. So I just can't wait for his exit interview. Oh, fuck off. I actually always liked him growing up and I liked Noel's house party. But then I think it was pretty much aimed at kids. Like it was pretty trash. But do you remember he used to do the hidden camera bits? Yeah, and he used to call it the gotchas. Do you remember that? Yeah. So they had one with um Yuri Geller, and um he didn't obviously realize <gasps> that there was going to be cameras from different places, like different angles or whatever. Never watched the show before. Probably not. Probably too busy conjuring up energy or whatever, polishing his crystals. Ewer, but um anyway, they got a <laughs> shot of him grasping a spoon. Firmly oh, with both hands <gasps> as he stood up to display that it was bent. No. Yeah. So it's all sleight of hand. I mean, I remember being at home and I watched him on the telly bending spoons and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I went into the kitchen and I bent a spoon. But like I started off rubbing it and then my hand got really warm and hot and then I just kind of started bending it with my hands. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think I have the power. But I knew I thought he I thought he was just bending the spoons then myself. Like, I was like, this isn't possible. If I can't do it, nobody I can. I love the way you were such a door, the explorer. Like, I love that you went off, found a spoon. Like, never in my sedentary life would I ever think I'm going to I'm going to usurp this man. <laughs> Always. Always oh, aim high. Yeah. But but so is it reasonably easy to bend a spoon? No, it's, it's never not. something I've given a whirl. It's not easy. It's not easy. Listen, you're getting you touch saying? If your, you your body it. warmth made this spoon. No, 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 it didn't. I mean, I was at this for a long time. Few days. You missed a couple of days of school. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't sleeping. You weren't eating. No, I was. I was. So that's, uh, but your he must have been impressed with Noel at all. Noel Edmonds and the whole. No, he but would he not. Says, doesn't strike me as a good sport. No, but he says, and it's true that people have have been trying to discredit him, and you know, out him since he started. Since day one, and he has, in fairness, he has gotten a lot of attention. And he's like, and no one's done it yet. And power of the mind, it's like, no, they have done it, but it's just the people that want you to keep still suing believe. them. <laughs> it goes nowhere because even I think one of them, one of the court cases was tro- was thrown out because it was just like ridiculous, like fuck off. But um, no, people have done it. I've totally, but it's just that people don't want to be- the people who want to believe that he's real just want to keep believing. They don't want. Well, that's it. I mean, it, but isn't that the whole? That's like, all it's it faith is. versus, you know, isn't that the difference? You know, between faith and fact. It's like faith is not based in fact. You can present all the facts you want to people who have faith in something, and it's not going to yeah. dispel their no. belief in it because it is no correlation to fact. That's it. But I think even like the nineties was a great time for pranksters. 
pranksters, bending spoons, hypnotists, all that stuff. Do you remember Paul Daniels? Yeah, he was a magician. I know he was a magician, but like, sure, he, do you remember, had that big Saturday night show, do you remember? Yeah, I'm sure he had a few shows, and yeah. And I mean, even watching it, you think to yourself, it was fairly low-level trickery. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do a bit of magic, though. But listen, you've been bending spoons all evening here. Look, we'll give it a go. I know. I've no spoons for the kids' yogurts in the lunchbox tomorrow now. Their dexterity is suffering. I'm not going to lie, because mm. you just keep bending this cutlery with your mm. psychic energies. And as for it, you can't swing for a fucking crystal in here. Oh, I'm mad for my crystals. Actually, <laughs> do you know what I was thinking about the other day? Do you remember the episode? Hang on, don't tell me. I'm just going to use my psychic energy. Yeah, no, but do you remember the episode with um, Garoud and we were talking about Jerry? Oh, do I what? But if she left me up, oh Emma, I think that was you at your peak funniest. (laughs) Oh, that's it. Now I'm finished. But uh, done. You know, if she, if she hadn't gotten in the Spice Girls, I definitely think she would have been. She would have had an angels, an angel reader Facebook page. Girl was telling me that she works with a woman who does the angel readings, and I was like, all right. And she said she like she walk into the room. She's like. Paul is it? It's Peter or Paul is it? And she's like, this is like nothing. Or she'll start saying like somebody's going to America and she just said just to make her happy, oh yeah that's that's my cousin. Just that's to yeah. make it stop. Yeah, but like that's it, it's the whole thing just perpetuating itself because people are like, just tell her just tell her, yeah, somebody is sick, thanks. Well it is the whole thing of I'm looking for someone, someone beginning with Jay who's lost someone. Someone, someone whose name begins with J who has a birthday. That's me. That's me. <laughs> I have a birthday. And your and your birthday. So you're you're a winter and like their their face is given it was summer. You're an autumn. You're an autumn baby. Yeah, they just. Okay. I mean, they do have. You skills. like puppies. <laughs> yeah. And they, you like pizza. They do have skills, but you know, with a Z. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's I your... don't know. I just think. The Yuri and my friend Michael. I mean, I'll watch it, but I will give out about it. Of course. And I'll give out about him exploiting his relationship with Michael Jackson, but I'll watch it. Of I'll course. tweet about it. I'll get Michael. on to you about it. And Michael said to me, Michael, I said to Michael. Oh, his voice. That's a great Israeli accent. Goes through my head. Would you teach me how to do accents? Yeah. But then it's With nice the that we you both can, of our things. Yeah, but you can do accents that but I sure can't I can do. I can only do a Cork accent. Can't do a Cork one. But oh, how many bloody psychokinesthetic illusionists come eyes. from Cork? Julie, look at my eyes. Okay. I feel do love the energy. <laughs> I do love that little Britain. Look at the eyes and around the eyes. Oh, yeah, well, that's Paul McKenna, I assume, isn't it? Yeah. I remember we had myself, shout out to Kate, when I did my postgrad and all. Thanks for paying for that, Dad. And <laughs> Waste of money. It's really going well. Yeah. Well, it's like last week when we said about Louise Woodward doing the law degree and now she's teaching salsa. Mm. But we had three different Barrys in our class. So we had um, wheelchair Barry because he was in a wheelchair. We'd yeah. look into the eyes Barry. And there was another Barry. Or was it Brian? But that we had three people of the same name, but look into the eyes was a bit of a psycho kinesthetic oh. mind worker. 
He'd just be up in your business, no blinking. It's, it's quite scary when people make intense eye contact, isn't it? Like you went all Yuri Geller there for a minute and I was like, I'll give you what you want, but please stop. See, that's it, isn't it? It is probably just like people are uncomfortable with that energy and they just want. But you see, they're fixed on the eyes, so they're not seeing the old sleight of hand that's going on. It is pure. It's just it's just pickpocketing.com really, isn't it? Yeah. But what look, was the name of your man in Oliver Twist? Oh, wow, well, is your room somewhere far away from the corner? With one. <laughs> I wouldn't it be lovely? We've lost lots her. Lots of chocolate for me to eat. Lots of cow making lots of What eat. was his Wolfie name? Won't. All I want is a name. <laughs> what was his name? Fagan. Fagan. Thank you so much. I wouldn't have been able to sleep tonight. Lovely sitting absolutely blue min stew. Okay, listen, I've (laughs) gotta go I've gotta pick up go pick up my other half now. So it's been so lovely. Well we ask people I I do hate coming at them with our begging bowl. Just give us something. Give us a review. Give us us a like. Give us a something. something, Tell somebody about it. Tell someone you trust if you can about the podcast. We'd absolutely love if you did. And also the review. We've had a couple of people review us and actually somebody got on to us just this last week as well about reviewing us and how to do it. We did say last week Mm. how to do but it's you go to iTunes. You don't need to have an iPhone to be on iTunes. Go to iTunes, click on our podcast, you rate, and if you can review, great. We love, like, it actually genuinely is so lovely to read a nice review. Thank you so much for the people who have written them. You're so sweet. And if you can, it'd be great because you will not not believe how much it helps us um, with getting up the charts and getting the word out there. So your little review can make a big difference. And if somebody could cast me in a musical... And that'd be much appreciated. Ideal roles would be uh, Mrs. Hannigan in Annie. Yeah, I think... Uh, Rizzo in Greece, but I think I'm a bit long tooth for that now. I think it'd be a tough sell, (laughs) Emma. It would be a tough, tough sell. (laughs) Although she's fairly old, isn't it? Yeah, she's very old. I think the only one... I mean, because Olivia Newton-John was 10 years older than John Travolta in that film. Right, you wouldn't know it. Um, I think that's everything. Was I, I have been. Do. So look, Emma, please get in touch Emma with her. With she wants boy, to be in a musical. Make her dreams come true. <laughs> I do love when people get on to you. And they do get on to us, don't they, Emma? And they're like, please, can you ask people to come to my gig and make my dreams come true? Mm. And I'm like, what about my dreams? What are your dreams, Judy? On that note, I've been Julie J. I've been Sebastian. Can we go? And we <laughs> we have it up to ninety. Thank you so much That's for listening. We'll chat to you next week. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.